Welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, the podcast. We broke down every movie up to Infinity War, and we're here updating you on all things Marvel. And I am, of course, your host, Jay Christie, joined by my three other great co-hosts. You know, I'm going to go through them. There's the man, the myth, the legend, the poet, you know it, Anthony Canton the third. Anthony, how you doing? I'm here. Let's do this, baby. There's the editor, the producer, the man who needs no introduction except I'm giving him one, Jerome Chang. I am great. How are you? I'm doing well. Of course, there's the queen of food takes. They had a nits. We have all. Uh, they have. They. They had a Hulk. We have a nits. <laughs> I was on a roll. Uh, nits on Bluffstein. How you doing? Woo! I'm doing so great, especially now that you totally <laughs> fucked up my intro. Yep. <laughs> it brings me joy, man. Uh, we can man. cut that in post, right? I, Absolutely I, I've, not. I have no you intention. Keep your no. Even. No. <laughs> no. Guys, I don't feel good now. Na- I don't feel good now, but I am smart enough to know that people messing up on podcasts is funny, even if it's you. And that's not right. all we have today. <laughs> we are joined by a very special guest. You know him from from his basketball writing, and I know him from being the great, uh, relatively new host of Count the Ding shows, Dave Dufour. Dave, thank you so much for coming on the pod. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be on the same podcast as this legendary crew. I'm I'm really really excited. <laughs> oh shucks. Yeah, you wow. should be humbled, man. I listen. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm pumped. The group chat. You guys added me to the group chat, and it has honestly been my favorite thing this week. Absolutely not. You guys cannot say that after you all left me on red. I told you that I would bring it back up again. Okay. And we believed you. So, what's up? What's up, Dave? What's your reasoning? I was you read working. my message. I you was were working. I was working. I call bullshit. No, I was working. I, Jade can confirm. We were working <laughs> on a top secret video project. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> wow. Uh, we'll leave it to Jade to be yeah. doing a top secret project. Hypocrite much? Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're not here just to talk about it's being left on red. Although I have no doubt it will come back up. We're here oh, to yeah, talk. Oh, yeah, shit. It's already come up five times. It's going to yeah. come up six more. Go ahead. Uh, we're here to talk about the newest thing that's happened in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are going to do a double feature for the Captain Marvel trailer and the Avengers 4 trailer, but that didn't happen because of someone dying. So we're here just to talk about... <laughs> the... oh, oh, my God! What? Is that... Are you guys... Okay. That was that, half that's morbid, true. That's half true. shady. That is... That's true. It's it true. is true. It's true. But you're casual, like someone. See, exactly. Uh, uh, I was going for comedy. Anyway, it, we're here it, to talk about the Captain Marvel trailer <laughs> that dropped during Monday Night Football. Uh, first off, uh, great job, everyone who sat through that horrible first half of football to watch it. Uh, guys, hang um, on. Can, but, can can I just ask why? Sure. Yeah, seriously. Like, why did you watch football? It was up. 20 seconds after it aired, I didn't have to watch any football. Honestly, I, I, was, I didn't even think about that. Honestly, I just, just uh, I, I was half paying attention. And also, I like football. I don't know why I made it seem like I okay. was so upset about it. I probably sure. would have watched the game in the background anyway. But, you yeah. know, I was lying for a That's joke. A, you know, so I, I, um, I got over this thing where I have to see stuff as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I guess, is that FOMO? Would we no. call that FOMO? No, FOMO is like if you like literally miss out on something. Just if you miss see out something completely. Twenty seconds later. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, but so like I did this with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I was living like event television and all that. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was living overseas for the entire run of Game of Thrones um, uh, until you know three years ago, and so I would never watch them live. 
But I've gotten to be like a ninja at avoiding spoilers. Mm-hmm. So I was like, even if I don't see this thing 20 seconds later, you know, I'm I'm good. I can watch it later. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, I did watch it during Monday Night Football just because, honestly, who, I don't, I make bad decisions every day. That's a small one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, guys, what, what was your first reaction when the trailer ended? When you like, – what was, like, the, the first few words that came to mind? Because obviously we're going to break it down in detail because that's what we do here. Uh, Dave, what was, like, the first <laughs> – few sentences the rorschach test that came across your synapses firing when that trailer ended um this is not a podcast that's necessarily geared toward children correct absolutely not no <laughs> okay no. i thought it was fucking awesome i thought <laughs> i mean to me it was like uh if you took the first guardians mm-hmm. trailer and mm-hmm. and thor ragnarok it up mm-hmm. right like it, it has all that punchy color i i just thought it was great Love the space scenes. Um, yeah, it was awesome. It got me really excited. And and then you guys sent me the, the Beyonce version, and that was, that was pretty <laughs> that was beautiful. That was epic. <laughs> yeah, but it, I thought it was I thought it was great. I, I'm actually pretty excited about this movie, and that only added to it. All right, AC. All right. For the record, first before I begin, I just want to say that there was somebody in this pod who who said, "Well, you know, I don't know if." Captain Marvel's gonna save us and you really all this other start? stuff. That's and, also like a few octaves too high. Sure. That like that's, that's, I, that feels I, I a little. That. I just left her on red. That's what I. Yeah, yeah that's why you guys left me on red then. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, well uh, I, okay, I, I, AC, I'm not worried. Wait, wait, hold. In a higher pitch, maybe. <laughs> Nonetheless, the point was. Was. I don't sound is that, like that. This, this, <laughs> <laughs> the, point, the point was is that Nitsa was really out here doubting Marvel Studios. And of course, I felt, like I said, and I put it in the group chat at the time, they made this trailer for Nitsan because, oh my gosh, dominance. That's what I that's the one word I'll put in for for the main description. Dominance. We needed to see that Captain Marvel was a dominant superhero. And she was dominant in the trailer. Her cockiness, uh the the powers, that little shot at the end where she has the helmet on in space and is just blasting all the space. The mohawk. Oh, oh, the mohawk is so dope. Gracious. It was just so amazing, so fantastic. I'm so was looking DCU, forward to this. She would have a faux hawk. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I have to. Oh, what's what, somebody eating or what's yeah, No, my God, sorry, I'm crinkling a receipt. I'm in my car. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> okay, she's well, literally pulling receipts on us right now. It was but, yeah. <laughs> Last thing, last thing before I hand it off to Jerome, I'll just, I'll just say that I have said this before, but I'll say it again. This movie is gonna open up so many doors to future storylines in the MCU. So I'm really, really excited to see how it plays out. Um, my impression or like my first few words is really like that's more like it because I think I came out <laughs> of the first trailer where I was excited about what was going on, but it did leave it a little vague. And this one was, like, straight to the point. Like, as someone who doesn't know a lot about Captain Marvel, I think I needed a trailer like this to really, like, lay down specifically what we're dealing with. And on top of everything, just looking dope as hell. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I think that something I said in the original trailer pod we did was something along the lines of, uh, in order to make, like, the origin story bits stick, that... um, the answer to the question 
why, uh, like, what is the deal with her not remembering being on Earth, and, like, what's her backstory needs to be essential to solving the plot of the movie, and I, so I felt very vindicated when, in the car scene with Sam Jackson, she literally says something, I don't remember exactly what she says, but, like, <laughs> my, I, I, I don't know what my connection is to this place, and I feel like this might be the key to us all, which feels a little on the nose, but it was very affirming, <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. yeah, it is, um, but yeah, I think that, uh, I saw someone on Twitter, I don't remember who it was, uh, complaining about, like, oh, they're giving us a another origin story which like first of all i love origin stories uh mm-hmm, so right but second of all i think that um i'm really interested to see how they i i, I think it's more than an origin story because i think that especially with the guardians movies it, these like eternal wars and struggles between different alien races are like alluded to a lot and something i remember i talked about in the guardians the original guardians pod is how like these big forces going against each other is something that's always talked about but you don't like really see in the guardians movies and so i'm fascinated <laughs> to see like the way that they handle something that i know is really integral to marvel comics which is like the crawl and the scree and like that type of thing where it's like the eternal fight that it's not an origin story because it might be her origin story but it's like I don't know. It, it feels it bigger than introduce it. Her, it introduces a larger, yeah. like set of the universe that we have only heard tangentially, but exactly. not directly. Well, so to well, like, we've always upset about an origin story online, though. Like, I, 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 I let me Marvel find. Films? Let me find. Uh, actually, I'll find this guy. Also, I'll put it out. Also, in yeah. fairness, like if if she is supposed to be as important as everyone's saying, like she deserves an origin story. Yes, she also uh, deserves absolutely. like maybe even another movie. That's my biggest thing, I think, that we were talking about. AC, with your mm-hmm. high-ass bitch mm-hmm. fucking shade of me, mm-hmm. is that <laughs> it's mean. like it is. I think what they did with Doctor Strange is very similar to like what they're trying to do with Captain Marvel in terms of like setting someone up really quickly. The biggest difference I see with this is that Captain Marvel is already powerful. She doesn't have to go through like realizing who she is necessarily. Like obviously, mm-hmm. she has to realize like what her past is, but she doesn't have to like gain her powers right like yes so yeah. that's i was i mean traditional I origin stories are always like getting the power and and like, it's yeah. a reverse yeah. origin story too we're not gonna get that but she's already yeah. had it now they're just like yeah. giving us all the background so like jerome said for people that don't really have like sure we could read wikipedia but for people that haven't read much of the comics to give us an idea of who she is and how powerful she really is this mm-hmm. is going to be super helpful for all of us going into a4 when you know, we, we need someone that we're connected to to be okay with her coming in and saving the day versus, like, all these people that we've spent 10 years falling in love with. So, mm-hmm. anyways, I screamed fuck me up when the trailer, like, was playing on my phone. <laughs> I also did not watch Monday Night Football because I'm not a peasant, and I knew that it was going to be on, like, 20 seconds later. Shouts to Dave. But, um, dude, when does this come out? Like, March? March 8th. March okay. 8th, it's in theaters. Uh, one thing I, I do also want to say is the line of the trailer by far is I'm not going to fight your war. I'm going to end it. Dog. Like, all right. Oh, I'm ready. I actually Let's go. thought that her delivery of that was kind of bad. Yeah, oh, I agree. Stop it. Yeah, I, I actually, I, yeah. I was a little underwhelmed by the line, it to be honest with you. It was a little cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, it was I a little cheesy superhero line. Same, yeah. no, and I mean, superhero movies in essence are pretty cheesy, right? Like, if you look, even Marvel does a really good job of hiding it with mm-hmm. a great uh, cast. And self-awareness, just, too. Like, 
Yeah, but if you just read it, like, the lines are cheesy no matter what. I think that's my biggest issue with DC is that they, like, just have bad delivery of bad lines. And, like, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 2 was a really good example of really bad writing that, like, even mm-hmm. the cast couldn't hide. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but it was the only line. Otherwise, like, she was such a badass when she corrected him being, like, he- what was it? Like, heroes. Noble warrior heroes. And I was like, yeah. oh, bitch, I'm using yeah. that. So... She Absolutely. like I would say she comes off a lot better in this than she did in the first trailer too. Yeah, you know? like yeah. I felt like yeah. we had some issues with delivery and she just something seemed to have been off. Like I think that's why I've had a lot of feelings and I think I mentioned it on the last uh, episode too. I couldn't tell you specifically which ones, but I always feel like the second Marvel trailer is the one that usually nails it better than the first. Like the first tends to be a, like it can create some hype, but I think it depends a lot on you being a big great big fan of it. Um, they can be a little vague, but it's usually the second one that always, like, I'm like, oh, this is what we're in for. And because they read our Twitter, man. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, like, I'm not, <laughs> even, I'm not even kidding. They probably do, like, a lot of analysis of how something was received. And That's then true. they go to my Twitter. That's and true. And then they combine those two, and then they create a second trailer. And right. I go to my Twitter. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so let's Cut go into up. some specific stuff. Uh, sure. A thing that got a lot of talk during the first trailer discussion was, of course, the old lady getting punched in the face. <laughs> and now, uh, Jerome obviously had thoughts about it. Uh, and before I get back to him, I want to go back to Dave. And I want to know, Dave, how what was your reaction when you saw that in the first trailer? And then what was how did it evolve when you saw it play out more? It made a perfect GIF. GIF? GIF. GIF. Whatever. It's up to you. It's I say GIF, GIF but I also don't really care. Yeah. Uh, it made a perfect yeah. gift uh, to describe my feelings at times when dealing with asshole old people. Um, <laughs> you know, like we've all had that moment where, like, you just you sending to, that shit to your grandma, fucking your grandma's punch like, an old person. Yeah, <laughs> you know, your grandma's texting you about like, do you take a jacket? You just sent yeah. her that gift. Uh, like, yeah, grandma. Yeah, that's right, grandma. Keep your mouth shut. Um, but, uh, but. I mean, I knew right away that this was going to be, you know, scroll invasion type of type of thing, um, which I'm hoping of down the line leads to mm-hmm. secret invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, not to not to go too like into the comics, but do whatever uh, you want. Do what, do what you must. I basically, knew that. Brother. What was that? I said, do what you must. Oh, okay. Well, I'm oh, just yeah. saying. I, so I saw that, and I immediately knew what it what it was leading to. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that scene. I love that they put that in the first trailer. Right. Like they really they they got a lot of attention from that. I thought it was really smart. And then to show the actual fight scene in the second trailer, it was a nice way to follow it up. So I I think I'm wondering how much how much of that there's going to be. And if we won't get some sort of nod or a wink. That that one of the characters that we know and have kind of been following for a little while is a scroll in, disi- in disguise. That was exactly my theory. If that uh, happens, theory. how do you, how yeah. are you guys going to react? Cuz I I agree with your theories. I think that is totally possible, but let's say um one of the core Avengers turns out to be a scroll. I don't like how are you guys going to handle that? Uh, or, not, let's say well. not even Captain America, like a side a side character even. Uh it so depends. I think that's there's a Oh, well, I think there's a chance that 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 it's potentially somebody like Cap that could happen. I thought it was interesting that when the Russos did that that Q&A at the Infinity War screening last week, that they mentioned that 
you know, a lot of people speculate that Cap's done. Uh, Chris Evans is done after this, and they and they said no, but they were very vague in how that's going to be. He'll still be around in a way. Now I can't obviously say for sure that that's what it's going to be, but wouldn't that be crazy? Because I, I mean, I have seen that in the anime, some of the animated series of the Avengers, that that actually happened. That you know, Cap was kidnapped and he and a scroll took his place and then there was a secret there was an invasion uh storyline to, to what dave mentioned this was earlier in the an- animated this was in um what is it avengers earth's mightiest heroes i think this oh, okay. was the end of season one into season two I, yeah, I haven't so, watched so, that. But it was so, in the com- i mean it was in the comics so. yeah and it, it, that's a tried and true sci-fi plot line too right it was yes. no it wasn't cap specifically it was there were a bunch of bunch of people though yeah isn't that what uh, it was Secret a nice War way is? to ret uh it was a nice way to kind of uh retcon a lot of deaths mm-hmm. of people that they wanted to bring back no that guy didn't die it was actually the scroll counterpart but chris <laughs> evans is like done done though right so like maybe who oh, knows contract chris... extensions exist yeah who knows yeah, you know, i like thought he can wanted, sign he a new contract nits i thought he, he was... didn't want to sign one yeah but nits i thought he was he's... done with jenny slate and then they dated like a year later again and then they broke up again so you know he's <laughs> who the hell is <laughs> jenny slate yeah. uh a great comedic actress uh who was recently featured in the she film venom she was in parks and recreation uh anyway oh. I, I, i'm jenny the pop slate. culture guy okay. here so uh yes, i have to yeah butt wild in. But yeah, so I'm excited about He's that possibility. Uh, and uh, moving back to the fight now, Jerome, you talked about the how your feelings <laughs> about the old lady getting punched, and I just want you to be able to continue any thoughts you might have. I mean, I think I already said enough with the video I posted immediately after the trailer. Yeah, go um, check his timeline at Black Dragon Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, remind but, uh, me, Jerome, what were your thoughts before? I can't remember. Basically, I overexplained the idea that uh, I think I don't condone punching elderly people. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> right. Okay. But yeah, um, that's a very Jerome to, thing no. to say. Which is a very Jerome thing to say. Yeah, um, yeah that said, uh, yeah, it turned out to be a bad elderly person, so I'm happy with that. <laughs> a bad elderly person. It's a scroll. Okay, fine. Not even a person. A bad um, elderly person, but enough about our commander-in-chief. Anyway, AC... Did you have any thoughts about the extended fight? Because I thought it was just a really cool. I thought it was cool to see um, the the old lady fight back, and I'm excited to see like the different. Because I assume that's not the only scroll fight you're gonna see, and I'm excited to see like the different permutations you'll see of that of of people fighting. In because obviously she's not. She's gonna get in some trouble for beating up an old lady. I'm excited to see that. I think it's. I think it's great that that maybe somebody at Marvel listened to. Our last podcast. Uh, I could imagine this in my mind. <laughs> they listened to our last podcast and heard Jerome talking about that and said, "Hmm, maybe we need to show. Maybe we need to just show a little bit more so that there's some Jerome's a little context. slow, so we need to explain it. In Let's give some context <laughs> to this fight and make sure that people understand that we do not condone hitting old ladies unless right, they are right. murderous aliens. So right. no, it was cool to see. It's cool to see, like I said, Captain Marvel be so dominant. Like, she throws the scroll into the pole, and she's fighting. She's using her her energy energy uh, blaster situation, whatever. And, <laughs> it, <laughs> and it was just so, and it was just so cool. Not, you know, not only that fight, but just, just seeing her fight in general was, was really fun to see. I wanted to pose something to Jake, just in the discussion of scrolls. Mm-hmm. Um, so... 
Avengers Infinity War, uh, directed by the Russo brothers. What other uh, NBC based sitcom did they direct? Uh, wait, uh, NBC based sitcom did the Russo brothers? Yeah, they directed Community. And right. They also... So in Community. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I thought you. I, I thought it was like a. Tri- oh, I thought it asked me a trivia leading. question because I was like, they oh, also no, directed no, the one season show, leading. Animal Kingdom, uh, but that's, that's not here or there. So from Community, they do introduce in that show multiple dimensions, and there's the yes. dark, darkest timeline that there exists is. there. Now, in the darkest timeline, what is the trademark of a character that lives in the darkest timeline? They have a uh, black goatee. A black goatee, and how does Captain America show back up in Infinity War? Oh, By the way, guys, God. in case you're in case you're wondering what black goatee to imagine, imagine the exact goatee that Spencer Dinwiddie has. <laughs> <laughs> Fire goatee, and Jerome, do you? Oh my God, you sound like Jade right now. <laughs> Conspiracy theorists. To the I mean, there, 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 are, there is a conspiracy in this movie that there are scrolls as people. But anyway, let's oh, move on to others. But his connection yeah. to Captain America. Oh wait, I didn't get my take. Go. I think it's awesome to punch old people. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> no, I wanted to touch on something that Dave said in terms of uh, this being like a nice follow-up from the last trailer and the fact that it got a lot of people's attention and then they gave us a little bit more smart. So you guys kind of covered everything else. I think it's just a nod to the type of things that Marvel keeps around it. The people that cut the trailer are not the people that make the movie either. You know what I mean? Which is why mm-hmm. sometimes you'll get those disconnects with <clears throat> suicide squad mm-hmm. where the trailer is really fucking dope. The movie kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So I think it sounds silly, but like it's such a nod to how perfect most of what comes out of that Marvel cinematic, uh, I don't know, entity franchise, whatever. It's just insane. Like we're, we're we're about to be talking for forty five minutes about a trailer, so I think it shouldn't be overlooked <laughs> that we're doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. All right. Um, also, punch an old person. If they do something bad, I, it, it, don't randomly. But anyway, uh, I want to talk about something that we have that's pretty new for a Marvel film because we see some some stuff in Guardians, but even though Guardians takes place a lot in space, we don't see a lot of fighting in space. The space battle stuff looked oh my God. so unbelievably rad. Uh, <laughs> AC, since you just made a mm-hmm noise, tell me, were you expecting that? Like, knowing Captain Marvel, is that something that like you thought was essential to a Captain Marvel movie, or were you pleasantly surprised? I think it's important, because a lot of the battles that she does have in the books are in space. Like, she's not just fighting on the ground. I mean, there's particular, there's particular uh, comics where... Uh, I think Civil War Two is a good example of where there's a good combination of ground and she's in the air. Even even Infinity, the the book that Infinity War was a little bit based off of, mm-hmm. um, that you kind of see that you kind of see the same thing there. So I think it was essential that we saw the helmet, that we saw the mask, and the cool way that it, that she kind of like transforms into that. It's almost like, and I know people were making the. Uh, the uh, Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan jokes. It was kind of <laughs> like cool to see that transformation take place. And um, yeah, I think I think the the, the space aspect of things. It, it's a new. It's an. I know, and like you said, Jake. Like we saw Guardians of the Galaxy kind of take us there a little bit, but most of the time their fights are on the ground too. Exactly. So to see to see right. this on a more grand scale is going to be really fun. Yeah, we haven't seen that huge space battle. Yes. Yet. Yeah, right. yes. I'm assuming we're getting it 
And what are we calling? What are we calling the next Infinity War? Avengers I mean, Four. We'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll find out Friday. If right. if I can, if any Will sports we? books, if any sports books want to take my bet, I'm gonna believe that leak. I'm assuming that's end game. But uh, yeah, Avengers Four. Yeah. What what bullshit did we come up with? Like there was one that we were pretty <laughs> well, set on. Well, Mario Mariano's did say shout out to Mariano. He did say he end said end game. Yeah, yeah. he said end game. Yeah, well, so if it's Mario, end game, he's right. I yeah, said, I think I said, uh, I think I said like Time War or something like that. I don't know. Something stupid. Yeah. If they're smart, <laughs> they'll just call it Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ragnarok 2 will get everyone That's right. to theater. Ragnarok right. 2, Electric Space Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yeah. yeah. Space Boogaloo. Space Boogaloo. Um, be there <laughs> or so be since sad. You guys brought up Guardians of the Galaxy space things. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels less kitschy than that, though, right? This is more of a comment about Guardians right. of the Galaxy, yeah. but like, it felt a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, oh, wait, hang on. Yes. The first, the first Guardians is probably the second best of these movies. No, they're great. I mean, okay, okay. second All right. best I'm is great. Like, okay. I wouldn't well, agree with that, that, but I like them. Oh, yeah, we have a positive no. view of them. Oh, yeah, okay. I Just totally, it's different. One, it's more so like you look at Guardians of the Galaxy one. It's eighties. It's bright colors. It's a yeah. lot of kitschy shit. Like even their like final battle scene. Even you know what in Guardians of the Galaxy two, which we all know how we feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the planet itself is like really extra to look mm-hmm. at, and that's the vibe of the movie. But then this was just like dope. This well, is more like. Star Warsy with heroes in it to me, if that well, makes sense. What I'll, what I'll say from the from the comics background is that it was pretty clear that with the the space stuff, and then you know obviously Thor Ragnarok being a space movie to me, um, mm-hmm. that they've made a decision to really lean in hard on that Jack Kirby style. Like we talked about this a little bit in the group chat, but right, the punchy colors, the the you know the crazy electric stuff happening all over the place like they've clearly made a a thematic choice with how this stuff looks so yeah i think that this is from what we've seen in the trailer the best looking so far you know i I assume the next one will be even better i just like it because normally when you have a space battle it's a space battle with ships shooting at each other it's a woman out there just blasting the shit out of things and that's dope yeah and i and i think that uh, i think that um and whenever a new Marvel movie is coming out, or even from evaluating an old one in terms of tone and style, I always like to go back to the director's old filmography because, particularly with the newer ones, they've been getting directors mm-hmm. who don't have a big blockbuster pedigree, which is why the movies are good because people who like just direct nothing but big blockbusters usually don't have anything mm-hmm. new to say. And if you look at the husband and wife team that are doing it, it's what is it, Ryan Fleck and, and uh, Bolden, I want to say. They've directed like a bunch of indie movies. Like, uh, there's one, I haven't seen any of them, but like, about like, you know, uh, they have one about uh, Ryan Gosling plays like a te- teacher with a drug habit. There's one about uh, Ryan Reynolds oh, and Ben Mendelsohn, like in a, like a uh, gambling hall in like Mississippi. Like a bunch of really serious, although like funny oh, so movies. So these are very, very indie, not like Gone Girl indie. No, no, not <laughs> David, no. Like, uh, indie indie and I think yeah. that you can tell with uh, the tone like just generally you can kind of be informed 
by what the things that they, they seem deem important. And I think that that's why you get a different tone for all these later movies, especially in Phase 3, that you can kind of draw a line. Like with Thor Ragnarok, for example, it's you can see a ton of Taika Waititi, even though it's a gigantic it's budget film. right. But yeah, yeah, so that's what I like to do when I'm trying to evaluate how the tone's going to be. It's like, okay, these people clearly like to do with serious topics with some deafness. That's what mm-hmm. the movie's probably going to be, and I like that. Anyway, um, that was just some IMDb perusing I did last night. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's move on to some other things. Let's move on to the characters you see other than uh, Captain Marvel. Just a quick rundown. I think I was excited to see is the first appearance in a trailer of both Annette Benning and Jude Law. I was more excited about Annette Benning because cool. I love yeah. when actors who you think might are too big or like too fancy and hoity-toity for the MCU or in the MCU. Um, yeah. Personally, <laughs> I'm really excited. Oh yeah, Glenn Close. Uh, I'm really excited to see Ben Mendelsohn as the villain. I think he has the perfect voice for a villain. Uh, I mean, he is the villain in almost like everything. Everything he's in, he's in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and for good yeah. reason. Which, and it's funny because yeah. if you ever watch an interview with him, he seems like the nicest, funniest guy. But he just has like a great voice and presence as uh, sure. a villain, even under that yeah. ma- makeup. But yeah, of everyone other than uh, Brie Larson, who was like the person who in the trailer you were like, "Oh, I'm so excited to see them in this movie." Can, Someone can that I... we haven't seen before, so like is well, Nick Fury out of this? Uh, I mean, if you like something you saw from Nick Fury, I, then yeah, ab- absolutely you can say him. Well, he had two eyes, which was kind of cool. Uh-huh. Are we going to get the... Are we going to find out how he lost the eye? I, my guess is yeah. yes. Well, are we going to find so out high. that he's a, a life model decoy? Like, are we going to... Shut up, Dave. Why are you trying to hurt my feelings? <laughs> Nick Fury is like the one constant about the MCU that's like it's not dramatic is oh my god if i found out nick fury was a scroll i'd cry no 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 that's not what an, an lmd is uh never mind i'll let you just google it later i know it's uh, no no wait explain, explain, yeah. it, explain it explain it so yeah, essentially it it's a it's literally like a like a robot that is oh, okay. nick fury how is that better than a scroll really um because it's still like has it's still like the real nick fury it's weird he's a robot the, Yes, it's. Is this part of got, this in the got, comics? Yeah, they've got life model decoys. Yeah. I'm like yeah. already offended that this is a possibility. I know. But so I'm Agent with you. Coulson that comes back in Agents of Shield is a scroll, right? We are all in agreement there. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> all right, listen, guys. I'd be so okay with that because my biggest <laughs> issue with Agents of fucking Shield is that it fucks with yo. Okay. Listen, hey, I actually Shouts. there's a thing in the. Uh, in the in the trailer that might so I don't watch Agents of Shield. Neither um, do I. None of us. Good. And, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. I cut it off after season one. Yeah, yeah I watched em. a couple episodes and it's just. I mean, I don't know. It, it's just not. I don't know. I heard it got better, but I didn't go back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the blood transfusion thing. Um, it, there's a thing in the comics, and it's like Tahiti, I think, is what it was called, where essentially they they inject that blood into people and it gives them powers and things like that so i'm wondering didn't they do something like that with colson on the show no he was supposed Is to that... die <laughs> well right he died uh, we, none of us really know okay um, all right never mind we haven't watched it ourselves it was yet. a right. alien technology situation so oh, well this yeah. would kind of match with that so i mean um but but also i like the idea that he's actually a scroll that would be great um that well, would also just not cause... fuck with the 
with the timeline. timeline. Yeah. 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 Well, this thing, I don't no, think I... that they would reveal anyone who's still alive as a Skrull at the end of Captain Marvel because I don't think, I assume that they're probably not going to jump, maybe in the post credit scene, but they in the actual movie, they wouldn't jump timeline, I don't think. But, uh, so I think it would have to be someone sure, who's Sure, but let's say, like, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still going, right? Yeah. Uh, no, it's, so actually, they could no, easily, like, this... Yeah, it is. They, they got really? renewed. Yeah, it got oh, renewed wow. for another season. Yeah. I mean, so let's say scrolls come out. Could it maybe come out that Agent Coulson was a scroll? That would make me happy. I'd watch the show if, like, at the <laughs> very finale, they were like, and I was a scroll all along. That's all, folks. I'd watch it. Yeah, by the way, so I just looked it up. They, they did this thing where he was in Tahiti. Uh, and that's how they brought him back. Yeah, like yeah. This is this is bumming me out. Shield. So yeah. let, this is bumming me out. So let's talk about how they de-aged Sam Jackson. <laughs> it looks good. Uh, it definitely doesn't look yeah. unnatural. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks younger than he did in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> people do forget how old Sam Jackson was when he started being successful. Like Pulp Fiction was right. his first real starring role, and he was like forty something. So good for him. Yeah. For there's time for all of us. Do you think that's makeup or CGI though? Because both. they can make you look younger. Both. It's both. a bit of both. Okay. Cause, yeah. Well, yeah, because it, it can't all be CGI for two reasons. One, because although it's good, it's not quite there yet. Like, for example, if you watch, like, Ant-Man, like, they have to use a lot of CGI for uh, Michael Douglas, and it doesn't – it looks yeah. good but not great. Um, but, but also, more Robert importantly – Jr. in uh, Civil yeah, War? that also Same doesn't video. look yeah. perfect. Oh, no, that – but that was supposed to look like you're talking about the bar. No, but it's – it's but it, you're not supposed – at the beginning of the movie, you're not supposed to think that it's – you're supposed to think it's real. Because the people, because right. his parents are yeah. played by actors who are their own age. But anyway, uh, but also just because it would be prohibitively expensive to do all of that mm-hmm. with, like, if you look at how much it cost when Paul Walker died to replace him in like three scenes in uh, right. fa- the um, Furious Seven, like using <laughs> his yeah. brother that looks just yes. like him. His brother looks yeah, but then so much to, like, like him. CGI his face. On- they exactly. Did the same with like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? Oh, rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think did. so. Yes, yes so. Did. But yeah, so that's crazy expensive. Is it because of the amount of engineers that you need to make and it happen? It, it just because it, it requires. And it just you, doesn't. Yeah. You in order to make it look good, you basically need to animate, animate in the CGI'd face pixel by pixel yeah. on every single frame. So not only does that require a ton of computing power, it also requires a bunch of manpower, and that is the extent to which I understand it. It's so not what even I'm like hearing... doing a whole face. It's like think about uh, certain superheroes who had to just remove their mustache for something. Yeah, and it looks and, like it looks terrible. Yeah. And that movie yeah. spent like hundreds of million dollars. Yeah. Okay, and... but riddle me this. You riddle <laughs> riddle me three. Does that mean? <laughs> Answer me these questions three. Does that? Yes, yeah, thank you. I'm English second language. Let's not let's not bother me. So, um, <laughs> Lion King. Yeah. All CGI, right? Yes. It's more. I mean, that's I think it's less more accepted when it's not a human. Yes, you're willing to forgive it, yeah. and okay, also because we're gonna pick up less on like the and inconsistencies. Also, that's from scratch. Whereas uh, when you do a CGI for a person's face, you need to CGI them into scenes that already exist, and you all yeah. want that. Uh, B, you already spent all the money to shoot the stuff that you shot practically, and C. Uh, like you have to do with like lighting and the way that things are actually filmed. So yeah, I just imagined uh, Nissan as the Riddler, and I got I had a smile came so, to my face. Jerome, absolutely. What's up? 
Oh. oh, just in terms of characters, I was excited. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Just, just make a note. Uh, Nitz is the Riddler. But what characters were you excited to see? Anybody <laughs> oh, wants God. to make that photo I'm, shot? I'm, I'm getting tagged in podcasts now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if yeah, you're that fair. talented, Jerome, that's just what's going to happen. Fair enough. W- wait a second. Someone posted their podcast and then mass tagged, and you were in there. No, 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 saying, no. So we tag Jerome in like every stupid thing that comes to our mind. Got it. Kind of thing. <laughs> and like, I think everyone kind of, everyone just goes to Jerome for like the stupidest shit. Like, was that Waz picture ever released? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. The Wade so Waz picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, word. Yeah. So like random shit like that. So now or, we're. Or now how we're he was tagged. Him. He was tagged by uh, uh, Ben Sripapat to. Make mm-hmm. a video of Pablo and Mina doing a fusion dance. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So the, the point is, today. the point yeah. is that anytime anyone comes up with any idea for a Photoshop, <laughs> he gets tagged in it. Or in this, what happened now? I just said Jerome. Uh, but Actually, anyway, Jerome, answer the question. Oh, go. Gotcha. Um, Zach and. Uh... Zach yeah. and Angie do it nonstop on Star Recruit. Yeah, actually, now it's too much. Really? Yeah, <laughs> they do. Ozzy a, a few times per episode. They would. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What? But who are you so excited to see? Um, I think Annette Bening was really cool. Like, because I didn't even know she was in it. Neither did so I. I. I heard her voice, and then when she showed up, I'm like, yes, exactly to your point about just thinking that these like, serious actors are in a comic book film and like, just really buying in, which is the best part about it. Um, uh, so can't really, wait for Meryl uh, Street. There. And also, like, he's not in it, but then in making that offhand joke about Coulson, he's supposed to be in this film, right? Like, he's yeah. going to show up. He, he's, and I'm I think so. I'm, ex- yeah. I'm also waiting for someone who... Ha- two people who haven't been in the trailers. Uh, I'm going to go from order of people I'm excited, least less excited to more, is uh, Jimon yeah. Hounsou as uh, Korath from Guardians of the Galaxy, and then also mm-hmm. from Guardians of the Galaxy, an actor who I say I stand for no reason because I'm a big fan of his work. I cannot wait Lee to Pace? see Lee Pace back in the MCU. I thought he was That's boring as Ronan the Accuser, and I'm hoping that they can make him a more exciting character. Particularly because something I even but talked about. It also about. feels like it wasn't on him that he was born. Yeah, well, exactly. Right. They just like, didn't use him. him. Yeah, that's and something because Ronan is like really. It's a good character. And something I something I mentioned, Dave, and I don't even think they're going to do this this movie, but I I do feel strongly about this still that they mention offhandedly in Guardians that Ronan the Accuser is like that he runs like a basically religious extremist organization that commits yeah. the equivalent of terrorist attacks across the galaxy right that that's right. The, I don't know if the, what he is in the comics but that's what they make it seem like in Guardians and he's that part of, to me he's generally the same group yeah. as Captain Marvel yeah. right? like but, well, yeah. Kree at this yeah. point so and in this part of the timeline he's he's in the the Star Force with Captain Marvel basically yeah, that's cool. And but something, and, something, and then he gets radicalized by something. But something I'd be fascinated to see, and I don't even think they're going to show in Captain Marvel, but I'd love to see it if they're going to keep him around. Is I'd be fascinated to see what that looks like of a galactic religious terrorist organization being the villain. Because like that was something that like he was kind of that was kind of a footnote. But like I'm fascinated by the idea of that allegorically in a space i don't know that just seems like yeah. interesting to me of a guy blowing well, up planets you know for radical reasons that's fascinating right. to me well a lot of people have made mention of, of the fact that like in universe when when thanos and and the alien stuff first started showing up why didn't they just call captain marvel and end mm-hmm. it in 2008 right yeah 
Um, but I wonder if if the reason Ronan didn't go to Thanos in the first place mm-hmm. was because he knew that Captain Marvel was out there, um, but didn't know where. And I think that the where she mm. is in the intervening years, yeah, is should be answered by this movie, right? It, like, it right. will be. How come? Yeah. What took That's Sam like a Jackson? Massive timeline guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Why did like, Sam why Jackson wait until the her? snap? Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah, something I am fascinated by. Her. And, and I feel like they, there's no way they won't answer that. Oh, so yeah. Like, I, I saw some discourse that was acting like there'd be a possibility that they wouldn't answer that. And it's like, that's just right. stupid. Like, of course they're going to answer that. Yeah. Uh, um, no, Marvel... Okay, listen, I trust Marvel wholeheartedly, and I think that they will answer it. But Marvel, Marvel, Marvel does get into this place where they don't really answer big gaps of time. Right? Like, why yes. can't... And we, we've been kind of left to answer it or come up with our own little theories on this podcast a couple of times, even with Ant-Man. Like, why didn't they go help? Why weren't they? And we're like, oh, well, he was on house yeah. arrest. Or, oh, was he really? So. Oh, no, I, I get think... what you mean. I think that this one in particular is it's not a quite it's because they have uh, Nick Fury call Captain Marvel. It is established right. that that line exists. So they have to like if yeah. if 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 um that didn't happen and Captain Marvel just showed up in uh, Avengers 4, that will be a different story. But because they establish that in times of trouble, uh, Captain Marvel comes to him singing words of wisdom, I'm here to end this war. Uh, but doesn't New Battle of New York count as trouble? I think that's where the question yeah, that's, is. Yeah, right. I think they're going to answer why that. Why didn't he make the call then? And so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we'll get an answer to this. Because that's such I mean, an obvious question. I think oh, it could also, also be is... imperfect, though. Like, That's you true. had Nick Fury saying, uh, this is the only option when he's standing in front of the council back mm-hmm. in Avengers 1, right? And yeah. he's like, it's either the Avengers initiative or it's, like, the nuke at that point. So, like, what, what gives? Like, why wasn't the third option ever utilized? So, and it could just be, it could be imperfect. Like, that's my point. I think yeah, there's possibly there that like Nick Fury like just keeps a couple of cards close to the chest, like he just doesn't want to reveal his whole hand. Uh-huh. But <clears throat> outside yeah. of that, I think a lot of the disconnects that tend to happen, I feel, is actually more of a result of like so many people dealing with their particular properties that you can't just perfectly connect everything. Like they try to do their best to connect everything. Whereas I think a situation like this with Captain Marvel, like they have to do that like they it's something that's more required like you have to explain it here and i think that's part of the intent of this whole story as opposed to something that might just be like an oversight like I yeah. doubt people will find they'll find the loopholes though oh and of I course like you said like for sure for and sure. it's i don't even think it's just the amount of properties like look at new girl for those of us that have watched it oh, i'm yeah. <laughs> re-watching it right now and like uh this character i think his name was robbie they gave like a whole background on him in the last season and he played a lot of music and he recorded uh, uh-huh. like, a platinum thing, whatever. And then the first episode he's ever introduced is season one when you, and he said he doesn't even like music. So like I right. pick up on that and you have something that runs for six seasons. You're going to run yeah. into that. Marvel has been running for 10 fucking years. So like, uh, yeah. obviously there's going to be imperfections with whatever they get. What I would though. say is like, that, yeah, I, th- Norton. yeah, I think Fuck that. I think that they will answer the question. <laughs> I don't know, and I kind of have doubts of whether or not it will be a satisfactory answer. But I think it will be yeah. an answer. But anyway, sure. um, wh- one last thing I want to talk about before we move on to a quick news and notes section is... Um, oh, well, I just completely lost it. Uh, yeah, uh, 
I'm sorry. Um, I completely lost it. I thought I had it again. Um, what 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 do you guys want to talk about the rest of the trailer? Because uh, a well, lot happened. I, I oh, well, I actually do. You skipped me again. Uh. You leave me on red. You skipped me twice in a row. Do you not know that I'm crazy? Oh, who is the listen? Guys, podcast Jude lies attractive, and you didn't even let me say that. I'm uh, just kidding. Sorry. I'm sorry. I have uh, to anyway, extra. I'm really caffeinated. Can we talk about goose? Can we talk about goose? Goose. Are we talking about like the animal? Goose the cat. Geese. All right. No, oh no, no. yeah, goose. that was a really that was a really nice scene. The like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can funny. you talk about that? Is what? goose a scrawl? Are you real... ready? Wait, wait, is the Are cat an actual character within the comic books? I don't I don't remember a cat named Goose. I'm so, so ready for Goose to be a scroll. Coming up with random shit right now cuz I need Are to you... know. No, no, no. There is a so there's a the cat in the trailer named mm-hmm. Goose mm-hmm. and yes. I'm saying, are you ready for this cat to be a scroll? Sure. Well, now that you say it, I think it's almost kick. a guarantee. Like that's that that makes so much sense because she's going to punt this cat into the sun. Oh, also, yes. that does feel that feels super. Uh, that feels exactly like uh, Harry Potter and the um, Prisoner of Azkaban with Peter Pettigrew being the rat the whole time. Uh, and I, yeah. so that oh, makes TBT. me so that makes me realize like that's a great that that is actually a great character to make now. a scroll yep. because I really who you keep closer than a cat. Would, it would seem like an alien move to be one species and name yourself an entirely different one. Yeah, just not that is true. Also, <laughs> also, pilots though they do weird stuff like that. Uh, go. I gotta name my my cat's my sidekick. Gotta name him. Also, Goose. yeah, people also do uh, <laughs> name dogs bear for some reason. So, you know, um, I named my dog Hollister for the store. So to be fair, can't really say shit. Wow. wow. <laughs> but um, Did he I, wear shortened it, I shortened it. I shortened it. No, I shortened it to Holly when I wasn't like um basic anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah she reeks of holistic alone I yeah i was gonna say do you when you're when you're close day. to her do you get a headache that you have to leave the room that's like dead dead it's mm-hmm. completely dead but my friend and i were just roaming around the other day and we you went into it? the hollister we yeah we had to walk right the fuck out holy yeah. shit it's so so intense also then we went to a hot topic i'm just saying that store is the best just while we're on that topic, but um, I remember yeah. walking to Hollister and then with my buddy and spraying him with uh, one of the clones and yelling, "The power of Christ compels you!" and he freaked out. That oh my God, fun. savage! Wow. That's a lot. That shit doesn't le- <laughs> like it doesn't get it doesn't come off your clothes. It doesn't. He actually was very upset. <laughs> um, wait, so actually, while we're talking about the cat, though, because mm-hmm. for whatever reason we were talking about the cat. Another really good ode to the fact that Marvel just nails when they need to put in comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, I laughed at that cat shit, and it was really stupid. Yeah. But that's yeah. just, like, what made me so excited for it, is everything was really action-y, and she was really badass, and all this shit. But what makes Marvel so good is they bring that kind of, I hate to say Robert Downey Jr. humor, but that's really what it is. It's like that kind of, like, sarcasm. Ragnarok did a really good job of it. So They're really great with tone. Yes, absolutely incredible. Um, so, so there is some discrepancy as far as the cat being named Goose in the movie, and obviously there's a counterpart in the comics named Chewie. Uh, what you call it? And that cat is a part of the dangerous alien race known as the Flurkin. So that should be interesting. The, you made that up. You made that up. That's, that's, what, that's what happened there. You made, made wait, most of that Chewie, up. Wait, is Chewie like 
Well, this isn't made up. You're being dead ass right now. Oh uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm reading this because you know how uh, Hasbro. Yeah, Flir- Flirkin is the well, Flirkin's the alien race. But nonetheless, the uh, uh, Hasbro has had a habit of right. when they have the toys come out, they kind of hint at things in the oh, movies, right, yeah. like so, like with um, Infinity War, Thor's uh, Stormbreaker. You know, it, it tells you that the the wood is made from a uh, Groot, so you yeah. so you know where that comes from. And mm-hmm. similar here, there's a toy of uh, Nick Fury with a. Uh, with with what is it? Oh yeah, Goose the cat, and <laughs> um, and the cat looks a little oh my bit God. weird. No, yeah. that's kind of Listen, dope. So it actually. By the way, of... yeah, yes, they nailed it too in the trailer. What? Spoiler what alert! Spoiler alert! You're gonna have to boss and over that whole thing if you don't want to be giving spoilers. No, I because I I really do think no, I think no, because also if it's speculation, it. then okay. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know yet. But wait, I what mean, did you call the alien race? It was like Flanken? The Flurkin. That's how I pronounce yeah. it. It's okay. spelled F-L-E-R-K. Stay with me yeah. on this one before we go to something a little bit more intelligent. Doesn't that <laughs> sound like an alien sex move? Like, I hear Flurkin, and I'm like, that's in, like, Flurkin? That's in, like, some alien Kree Kama Sutra type shit. Flurkin would be more like a dance move where you rapidly shake your tentacle back and forth. I think it's... If you do the Flurkin at the LA Live show, I'll pay you so much money. I will. I actually, when you you said it like that... The the sprinkler... Now I know you when you said it like that, and it's what it made me think of. It, it's it feels like an alien version of, and I don't even know why. I really should not have gone down this road, but an alien version of a merkin, a florkin is a merkin but, for alien. By the way, oh wait, whoa, 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 guys, do I get the pleasure of explaining what a merkin is? <laughs> yeah, what is that? <laughs> it is mostly used by actor. I mean, by actresses, but it is a wig. That uh, is of hair that is not for your head or most of your body. Uh, it is for very specific people reason. Have, wait, people very have specific vagina spot. hair wig? Mostly yes. for like yeah. movies and TV shows, but yes. That's um, amazing. The only back comes in the, the form of a mohawk. Yeah, back go back to the, the flurkin. <laughs> the, the powers and abilities of the flurkin are actually very interesting. Um they have That's pocket, what she said. Yeah, they have pocket hey, dimensions. Three settings. <laughs> so they are able to store entire universes inside their mouths. That's ill. Same. Oh my God. <laughs> Same. Uh, they have tentacles. <laughs> they have tentacles, which okay. can protrude at will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they have the ability to travel, dimensional travel. So they can, hey. uh, yeah, instantaneous transportation. That's a long booty call. man's like rihanna so bad he turned himself into a cat and jumped dimensions so (laughs) that cat's name is waz but yeah so anyway so the 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 cat in the trailer actually looks exactly like chewy okay so we just who was who was shown to be a flurkin when rocket tried to kill it Mm. Oh. So this is pretty crazy. Yeah, I think and they, it would make sense why they put him in. They the highlighted it. Yeah, in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. So I think so we're, we're holding we, out we, for Rocket to kill it in the next Avengers movie. Is what we're saying. No, I think it's probably gonna because ha- uh, I don't know if you know this about cats, but they don't live that long. Uh, um, Wait, anyway. I want to know oh, everyone's feelings too, about yeah. cats because 
Cats are trash. F- dog they're, they're fine. I love Thank dogs. You. Dogs are my favorite thing in the world except for unhealthy food. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, AC, how you feel about cats? Uh, no, I mean, I'm slightly allergic to them, but I don't mind. I'm them. allergic to both cats and dogs. You're allergic still mess to with dogs? dogs? I am. I'm not allergic oh, to dogs, actually. No, heart. but you gotta, hey, Jerome, though, you gotta get a hypoallergenic dog. My mom's allergic to dogs. We had a miniature schnauzer. It was all fine. Oh my god, go. wait, don't they look... Don't Labradoodle. hypoallergenic dogs look like the fucking, uh, what's his name? The mole rat from Kim Possible. No, no, not no, the, no. not hairless dogs. Hypoallergenic no. dogs are no. types of dogs that don't shed. Look, a miniature schnauzer, look it up a miniature schnauzer. They're adorable. And if they're not, then you're insulting my dog who's dead, <laughs> so that's mean. But anyway. I think all dogs are adorable. So I agree. Like, I got Wait, uh, Nitz, do you this follow, is, yeah, there's I a page? To a podcast for there's a page, it has an Instagram. This is one of the most wide-ranging Marvel <laughs> It has an Instagram. Listen, listen, listen. We're talking about a fucking trailer. Look, we're talking about alien cats. We can talk about real life dogs. Nitz, there's Preach. a page that yeah. I, me and my brothers are obsessed with that it's on Facebook and I think Instagram. Are you familiar with the old friend senior dog sanctuary? No. It's and a place in Tennessee. Sad, actually, no, no, it's not be, sad at all. It is it. not sad at all. It is a place where dogs that are old, they like, there are like 50 of them and they all live in the same house together and they get like perfect care and they have friends and they get That's like, awesome. you see, you fucking follow them, That's get bonded so with each other and like there's the same, so they the post the same home. ones over again and so like there's ones you fall in love with, like there's, my favorite's name is also Jake, even though that's not why I love him, there's Chanel who's really sure. great. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving back to that's Marvel. That's so cute. Do they do ceramics classes together? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> but you can visit by the way. <laughs> oh man. Okay, yeah, sorry. It's too much. So Daredevil got canceled, huh? Oh, oh man, what a say, what a segue, what a segue. No, we're we're all in on this, right? We're all in on the joke here, right? That that this is all. Well, Netflix just didn't want to supply,
Um, I, I want to shout out um, Matthew Ball on Twitter. Um, he's a former head of strategy at Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really good detailed thread a couple of days ago regarding this situation. And then uh, Alan Seppenwall, too, kind of described. It's in a, it's in a, just as much of an executive situation mm-hmm. at Marvel Studios, just as much as the whole Netflix yeah. problem. Like It seems like they... The Marvel TV side and the Marvel Studio side, they really don't like each other. So that's a part of this just as much as anything else as well. And, you know, pretty clearly, they didn't want to integrate these uh, these uh, these characters into what's happening at Disney+. Plus. Plus, it would be too expensive to buy them off of Netflix at this point. Yeah. So it, 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 it was just not a... a you know, there's no advantage to it uh, money-wise. So yeah. the interesting thing is Dare- Daredevil Season 3 was actually one of the more popular mm-hmm. um, seasons in, in uh, Marvel, according to numbers and, and things of that. You know, the least the, the little numbers that we actually get from Netflix, because we really don't actually know yeah. uh, who watches what, per se. But yeah, there's just, it's it's it goes it's a lot deeper than just your regular. Oh, you know, they just canceled Luke Cage and they canceled Iron Fist, and you know the same thing's gonna happen to Jessica Jones and the Punisher once their next seasons are done. So, from that standpoint, listen, I've gone on forever about the issues with the Netflix things, and mm-hmm. you know it is what it is. They had a shelf life, and. It's over. I did. I did actually want to talk about the Disney Plus because there's two series that are coming out mm-hmm. uh, that are interesting from you know actual Marvel Studios characters. We have a Loki show, mm-hmm. and we also have a Vision and Scarlet Witch show. So I'll throw it to you guys. What do you guys think of those uh, those miniseries that are going to come out in 2019? Are they, the miniseries? They're not going to be like continuing ongoing series. I mean, I'm not sure as of yet. At least for now, they're like. Uh, allegedly six seven episodes um i I think at the most for the time being that makes a big difference though because you got something going for like five seasons you're bound we all know my biggest thing is like if you have anything external of the universe and you're using something that's so crucial to the universe don't fuck up the timeline like give us something on top of it right that's like cool for fans and it's fun to watch and whatever but um they wind up you, going prequels a lot, I think. I think the Loki story is definitely a prequel. But you can't do that with Scarlet Witch. No, no. you can't do Why? that with Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah. And I think but Avengers... no matter what, like, you have it going for five seasons, they're going to they're gonna run out of shit. Exactly. You have it going for like can't, five episodes. Yeah, I, I, I would like a miniseries of Scarlet Witch and Vision gallivant across Europe. Uh, yeah. well, it's a romantic comedy. West, West Coast Ew, Avengers. Nobody needs their gallivant bullshit. No, I think their romantic um, bullshit is what got him stabbed in the first place. Let's be real. Yeah, uh, that's true. West Coast Avengers is is kind of like the route that they could go there, right? Mm, I am the West Coast idea. Avenger. Thank you. Sorry, I just have to say that because I have to go because I like yeah. have work. All right, but um, so bye. Love you guys. I'll just you know see you soon. Part Wait, two. Is part two. I'll Avengers see you four. soon, Nitz. I'll see you very soon. Oh, shit. Oh, that's yes. right. You're going to Toronto. I forgot. That's yes. Right. yes. I, also, I just got my, uh, I emailed my, my Toronto people for recommendations. I was literally reading it while you guys were talking about Netflix. Sorry. But, um, okay. Bless. I'll see you very soon. I'll see the rest of you guys if you're coming to LA. And if you're not, then um, I'm sad. <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. laughs> see you All right. See you, Bye. Bye.
All right. So, yeah, so um, but but so, yeah, so yeah, like on saying. the TV show thing, like I think a miniseries is fine because you you really are kind of you can lock in on one specific time period and in between movies it makes a lot of sense especially since we're going to go we're going into phase 3 phase 4, four. phase four. 4 that's it thanks oh, yeah so it could be a good way to kind of lead into that um yeah but you know and, and the whole uh hawkeye or ronin um, oh yes 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 that's you know that's, like that that thing i don't know man like I just I think there are other properties that Marvel could use that are that yeah. are TV. First of all, I also don't think they're done with with the Hell's Kitchen crew. I don't think they're done Not with those all. guys. No, they are. I think they they have re- to be. They may Legally, they have to be for a bit. They can't. Well, right. At least for a while. I, yes. I think by 2020, we're getting new episodes, and that's not really that far off. Not at all. Uh, yeah. So I, I do think that they're going to stick with that a little bit, but we'll see. You know, I think I think the easiest one for them to get. Into... Oh, go. Oh, for no, me, I... for me, look, if I don't get a Moon Knight television show out of this, it's <laughs> all going to wait. Yeah. Everybody wants but, Moon Knight. But I think I just think that there are other properties that they can get to, um, you know, that that are going to be yeah. open for them. I mean, again, mm-hmm. Disney has unlimited money and and the best properties. Like, what if we got an X Men? TV show, but that was, was prestige TV, where it was like Game of Thrones. You get ten episodes, or or you know whatever, thirteen max. But it's like you know a yeah. thirteen hour long movie, and and then they just do a season every two years or whatever. You bring them into movies, you know where they can, or Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. or any of these other That's things. That about like, to get. Is this how you integrate those properties in? Because you probably well, have a set film. Well, listen, I laid out I laid out my idea for how they should bring in the Fantastic Four in in the group chat. I, I'm welcome. Right. I'm very happy to do it again here uh, for for your listeners. Um, Go for it. First of all, I think you need to introduce the symbiote yep. to the to Spider Man. Uh-huh. You need it. You need to, and then essentially Reed Richards helps him get rid of it when it won't leave him. And, and then, you yeah. know, you get some classic, classic Marvel scenes out of that. Um, and then you can branch off. Reed Richards gets to be the new smart guy, you know, the Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And you keep it going. But um, yeah, I think the key for all of this is making them already a Fantastic Four. Like, no retrieval of powers or anything. Like, they just exist kind of in the same way that Spider-Man just shows up. Hey, I'm like, still think- wait. I'm still waiting to see and find out who did Tony sell the the Avengers building to in uh, Homecoming. They I'm, definitely I'm set that up for the Fantastic Four. After you pointed that out, I'm like, duh. But oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, one thing I want to see with the River TV shows they do, and this is why I'm not super duper excited about the two TV shows that they've announced, is that something yeah. that I loved about the Marvel ones is that I loved seeing the ways that having superpowers intersect with more mundane or, like, run-of-the-mill bad things. Like, I loved... The thing I loved about Jessica Jones is it's like, what if, like, this... Like, uh, it was a relatively small-scale conflict where the two people happen mm-hmm. to be powered. And, like, I yeah. love big, the world-is-on-the-line fights. But I'm also fascinated by the ways... Or, like, I think Luke Cage, even though Luke Cage was, in my opinion, the third, the f- best of the four shows, mm-hmm. I think it did the best, though, is that, like, it was like, what if the best crime fighter like literal crime fighter just so happened to be made of like like un- he was unshootable you couldn't kill him like it wasn't he wasn't fighting a supervillain he was fighting just crime and i thought that that was a fascinating thing to see and i want to see the t- i want to see the tv shows do th- explore things that can't be explored by the movies i don't want them to just be drawn out movies you know what i mean 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Anyway, I do, I do have to go in a minute, so we have to cover one last thing. Since last yes. time we potted, Stan Lee passed away. Um, mm-hmm. Rest in peace to the god. Uh, and before we go, everyone, what is your favorite Stan Lee cameo in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Jerome, oh, what would you say? MCU only. Or no, anything, actually. Um, anything. Okay. And anything, I, and anything I, a lot of people were posting it after... Uh, after he did pass away but the spider-man scene in was it spider-man 2 or spider-man 3 where uh I, you know hopefully jake you can pull in the quote i'll tell you about it afterward that's a really touching scene but you know i guess one person can make a difference in mcu specifically uh just because of my affinity toward ant-man uh, i really love bartender stanley going crazy stupid fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a really good but Dave? i mean like so oh. many yeah go no ahead. Go, okay sorry dave all good um for me it's mall rats um i'm i'm older than you guys right so yes kevin uh, smith. yeah kevin smith was like a huge part of my high school years and uh i mean i've watched mall rats more times than uh, i care to admit and the the fact that he was there kind of explaining how all the characters related to him at some point in his life i just thought that was fun mm-hmm. and uh you know kevin's kn- knowing how big of a a comics fan kevin smith is mm-hmm. and i knew how how special that was for him to have that in his movie uh yeah i, just, I love that scene and i mean to me that was like perfect stanley right like charismatic and f- funny and a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff and mm-hmm. yeah I, I love that and and I, I rewatched it the day he passed away. Uh, Anthony? Hey, I just want to say quickly before I give my cameo, Stan Lee was a huge part of my childhood. So, rep, you know, rest in peace to the to the legend. Um, and also, the cameo that I wanted to say was uh, uh, Captain America Civil War, the Tony Stank. That was just, just, just Tony simple, short, yeah. s- simple, short, yet effective. <laughs> and Jake? Uh, yeah, I, the one that comes to mind for me first, and I don't even think it's his best one, I think it's just the one that, like, I remember being in a movie theater and being like, oh, this is a fun cameo, is do y'all remember his cameo in The Amazing Spider-Man, where, uh, the Sp- Spider-Man and Lizardman are having a big fight through the high school, oh, yeah. and he has headphones and he on and is cleaning? Yeah, like, I think that when I think fun. of a Stanley cameo, that is the exact amount of Stanley I would want, but the one that is closest to my heart because of... A moment on this podcast is in Captain America: The Winter Soldier I when he yes. comes in and says, "And I'll do it for you guys again." I am so fired. So, uh, rest in peace to him. Actually, uh, if, yeah. if I can, yeah, if I can add on one one thing. Sure. Okay. The the Guardians of the Galaxy two uh, post credit scene. Oh yeah. With Stanley and 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 the Watchers. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the ultimate wink to to comics fans right mm-hmm. yeah i mean it really that one where i had to explain to my wife like oh this is who these guys are and this is why they're important and this is the, the, the. and uh that one is is my favorite from the mcu because of how inside baseball it is it's it's the one that basically establishes the stanley mcu character mm-hmm. in the mcu and then right. like it's it so perfectly mm-hmm. sets him up as being both that character there, but also as this meta mm-hmm. uh, idea that Stanley is the creator of all of this, overseeing everything. Yeah, exactly. And, and it allows me to do uh, Nitz's favorite thing, which is uh, flex my comic 
superiority. Absolutely. <laughs> and on that note, uh, I'm so glad we got to have this pod. It's so great to talk to you guys again. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks to uh, Nitzan Bluffstein, who was here earlier and she had to leave. You could follow her at Nitzbluv. That's N-I-T-Z-B-L-U-V. Uh, thank you to uh, Anthony Canton the Third. Anthony, where can people follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at AC Spotlight Nine Five AC Spotlight Podcast. Just did something with uh, my buddy Jerome and Iman on the Raptors today, so check it yeah. out. Uh, Jerome, where can people follow you? Uh, you can find me at Black Dragon Roll, uh, and I guess you can tag me in whatever you want me to work on. But I, I will try my best. Yes. To be, uh, yeah. Thank you so much to our guest, Dave Dufour. Dave, where can people yeah. find you and your Marvel takes? I'm, <laughs> I'm all over. You know, my Twitter is just most. I mean, it's mostly basketball, yes. but I always love to talk uh, to talk Marvel um, or DC because I, you know, I re- I read both. I will say the we movies. We talk, talk some fashion now, Dave. Too like we talk outfits too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and not I'm not really like huge into fashion. I do like shoes, but still waiting on that that Puma or whoever. Uh, shoe sponsorship sponsor um, so if you're listening you know guys hit me up in the dms they are open especially for sponsors yep shoes and hot sauce that's what i want <laughs> hell yeah um but yeah yeah check me out on twitter or whatever it's it's or don't you know and don't worry we'll be podcast. back for part two avengers four <laughs> yes. coming soon uh and, and you can follow me too? yes yes and you can follow me at the Jay Christie. Listen to my other podcast, Sorted History. Uh, Happy also, anniversary, buddy! Thank you. Uh, it celebrates second anniversary a little bit ago, and also because I love this medium, I can't speak with a ton of details, and they don't even know about it. But uh, I am working on another podcast project that should be up in the next two week, week or two uh, that I'm really excited about. So uh, nice. follow my timeline for that. I think it could be. Uh, it's definitely going to be the best. It's definitely going to be the most put together thing I ever put out as a podcast. But anyway, uh, talk to you guys later when uh, the Avengers 4 trailer and the Spider-Man trailer come out. Uh, Goodbye. Take care. Hey, by the way, is that official? Saturday? Uh, Allegedly. Spider-Man? Yeah, because um, it's a a Sony thing. All right, I got to go, guys. So, uh, yeah. Yeah.